This is Ringler Radio, where you get all the latest news and information about structured settlements from Ringler Associates, the first name in structured settlements, helping injured people and their families since 1975. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by Allstate, American General, John Hancock, Liberty Mutual, MetLife, Mutual of Omaha, New York Life, Pacific Life, and Prudential. Now join Ringler Radio host Larry Cohen. Well, hello and welcome to Ringler Radio, everyone. I'm Larry Cohen, head of Ringler Associates Northeast Operations, and we're certainly glad you could join us again today. Well, for many years, structured settlements have provided economic security for those who've been injured. Today on Ringler Radio, we have a very special show. We'll be talking with United States Congressman Jim Langevin about his personal experience with a structured settlement and how that structured settlement has helped him and benefited him over the years. And not just personally, but how structured settlements help injured victims overall. And joining me in that discussion is my co-host and Ringler colleague and my friend Jim Early from Bedford, New Hampshire. Jim's the Executive Vice President and National Sales Director at Ringler Associates and serves as a member of the Board of Directors. Jim also has a special connection to Congerman Langevin from the 1980s, which we'll talk about shortly. So welcome to the show, Jim, and thanks for being my co-host. Thanks, Larry. It's always a pleasure to join you on Ringler Radio. Terrific. Well, let's introduce our special guest today, Congressman Jim Langevin, a Democrat representing constituents in the 2nd District in Rhode Island since 2001. Jim is recognized as a national and party leader and has dedicated his many years of public service to a variety of issues, including national security, health care, and cybersecurity. He's also well-known as an advocate for people with disabilities, being a quadriplegic himself, and the first quadriplegic to ever serve in Congress. You can find out more about Jim at langevin.house.gov. So welcome to the show, Congressman. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you, Larry. It's great to be with you today. Thank you for having me on the program. Terrific. Well, Jim, it's also, uh, Jim Murley, it's a pleasure to have you here as well today. And uh, Thank you. Terrific. Well, Congressman, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and some of the issues that are important to the people of Rhode Island that you've chosen to champion. Sure. Well, first of all, it's a real distinct honor to serve the people that congressional district in Congress now. In my, I'm in my seventh term. Uh, I sit on two national security committees, uh, both the House Armed Services Committee uh, as well as the House Intelligence Committee. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, gives me an opportunity to certainly advocate for uh, the robust defense industry that we have in Rhode Island. Uh, but also, I, I care a lot about workforce development. I spend a lot of time on career and technical education. Uh, we're facing a big skills gap in the, the state of Rhode Island, where we have a very high unemployment rate. And you know, you would think that uh, the problem is uh, that we uh, need just uh, more jobs to be available, which is true. But... We also find that there are many jobs that are available, but we don't have workers with the right skills to do those jobs. So job retraining and closing that skills gap is something I spend a lot of time on. Terrific. So, but I'm in my seventh term, and uh, it's an honor to, uh, to be serving in Congress. So frustrating at times, especially given the <laughs> budget challenges we're facing these days. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, Congressman Langevin, uh, we were recently featured in an article by Denise Johnson in the Claims Journal entitled The Beginnings of Structured Settlements. 
Uh, let's fill in the Ringler Radio audience a little bit on the background. At the age of 16, you were injured while working with the Warwick Police Department. I think you were in the Boy Scout Explorer Program. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Well, I started in the Explorer Program when I was a teenager. and uh, I really fell in love with law enforcement and police work in general. Uh, it was an aspect of public service that I really hadn't necessarily considered as a, you know, when uh, you younger than that, but something that I was exposed to and really began to enjoy and found challenging and interesting. I thought it was something important to the community. And uh, after being in the program for four years, I had really set my sights on becoming a police officer, maybe going on to uh, the FBI at some point. Uh, but uh, my life took a pretty uh, drastic turn. Uh, one afternoon, I was at the police locker room getting ready to go on my shift, and uh, there were two police officers looking at a new weapon that one of them had purchased and realized, one of the, the guys who was looking at it did realize it was a bullet in the chamber, and uh, when he pulled the trigger to test it, the, uh, the gun went off, uh, the bullet ricocheted off the locker, and I through my neck and severed my spinal cord. Wow. So I, uh, I've been paralyzed ever since, and obviously it was a pretty dramatic time in my life, especially given the fact that uh, not only did I have to adjust to the physical changes and the limitations that I was facing, but, but also having uh, my dreams ripped away, is, I realized pretty quickly I wasn't going to be able to go into law enforcement in the way I had hoped, and that was probably the biggest adjustment, but uh, I'm always a believer that God closes one door and he opens another, and, uh, and uh, ultimately, a variety of things led me to pursue a career in public service, uh, especially the outpouring of support that, that I received from the community at the time, uh, with myself and my family. It really had a pretty profound impact on the way I viewed uh, the world, and the way I viewed public service, and I wanted to get back uh, to the community, and that's ultimately wound up that I wound up, that I wound up doing over the last uh, many years of my life, and it ultimately led to, unbeknownst to me, to a, at the time, to a very fulfilling career in public service and in public office. Wow. Well, that's a terrific perspective you have, and uh, it's uh, actually encouraging for a lot of us to hear that. Uh, Jim, early, there's a, an interesting fact I think our audience would love to hear about, and, and it really helps tie the two of you together, and that is back in the 1980s, you actually were working for an insurance company and worked with Congressman Langevin on his structured settlement for his injury. And tell us about how you became involved and uh, what the process was and, and, and all of that. Tell us. I think it's very interesting for the audience to hear that. For the record, I think I probably played a small part, but an important <laughs> part, and don't know that I introduced it. But and, and the story is I was a very newly um, appointed claim manager for an office in Rhode Island, which, by the way, is my home. I'm a native Rhode Islander, as is the congressman. And the first thing I did, the first, second day on the job, I started reviewing the more serious and catastrophic type cases that we had in the office, and I came across the congressman's case. And the first thing I did was, I, you know, structured settlements were fairly new, but I recognized here's a young person with a catastrophic injury. This is a perfect case for a structured settlement. I reached out first to our defense attorneys, who I assume reached out to the congressman's attorneys, and then working with the city of Warwick, we put the congressman into um, a, a structured settlement. And uh, uh, and I think about how far we've come. You know, we were all kind of dancing around it at the time. We weren't really, it, it, it was a fairly new concept, but 
everybody worked hard to make it work and now as a result of the efforts of people like uh, uh, Senator Baucus, we have codification for structured settlements. 1986, we got a change in the law that gave us Section 130, uh, which allowed for qualified assignments, closure for carriers and defendants, uh, additional security for plaintiffs, and uh, well, the business has taken off now. And we're here, you and Larry, Larry and I are doing it almost 30 years later. Yeah, it is. It's terrific how far we've come. And Congressman, at the time when the structure was being discussed with you uh, for your accident, what was the deciding factor in going with the structure versus a lump sum cash settlement payment? What what, what was going through your mind then? Yeah, well, um, obviously my my parents were also very involved in the decision at the time as well. You know, it was certainly, you know, a, a, a large number that they were talking about in terms of the, the settlement and and what ultimately was the deciding factor that uh was it it really gave us you know choosing the option freed me from my family from the burden of making difficult investment decisions all at once uh with settlement funds are really what meant to secure my future. Sure. And and having having the opportunity to determine which Investment options were the best for me over time. Not only allowed me to manage my money wisely, but they gave me and, and my family uh, peace of mind. So it was a it was a good option. And you know, I would say mine, the, the structural settlement in my case was 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 for the over a short period of time. It was just uh, uh, a few years. It wasn't for that day, summer. You know, some options are long-term, others are short-term. But you know, given the fact that you know you're talking about uh, a large amount of money, where you're you need to have time to understand you know the impacts of where you're going to invest those funds. Is it's important, I think, to have a structured settlement. It makes a lot of sense. Terrific. Congress, in, uh, in your experience, did the choice of going with a structured settlement help shape your future and uh, assist you in this magnificent life you've had with uh, public service? Sure. Well, it's as tragic as my accident was that the, the change that was forced upon me, you know, at a very young age, uh, not having to, to worry about how I was going to live day to day and how my, uh, whether the type of future I was going to have in terms of, uh, having, uh, you know, a, uh, a lifestyle where I can provide for myself and, and such was a, a very big burden lifted off of me. It allowed me to focus my time and attention into other things that, you know, what I would want to do with my life and and what I was going to give me a chance to make something of myself and have a, a bright future as opposed to just, you know, sitting at home and that life passing me by. So it certainly gave me a lot of uh, uh, stability and, and ultimately allowed me to focus on the career that I have now in and, and elective office and public service and something that uh, I feel that uh, it's not only my giving back to my community, but at the same time I found a career path that I found is incredibly fulfilling and challenging. Well, that's, uh, that's certainly a testament to the kind of uh, positive attitude you had going forward, and I'm sure it, uh, it's put you in good stead. You've certainly made uh, so much of, uh, of your life after that uh, terrible, terrible incident. Well, let's take a quick break right now and be back in a minute right here on Ringle Radio with Congressman Jim Langevin from Rhode Island and my co-host, 
Jim Early. This is Ringler Radio from Ringler Associates, the leader in the structured settlements profession nationwide. Did you know that Ringler is involved in a third of all structured settlement cases in the country? Ringler Associates works with all the parties in a lawsuit settlement to find the best possible financial solution for the people involved. There's a Ringler Associate in all the major cities of the U.S. No one has more experience than a Ringler Associate. Check out our new website at www.ringlerassociates.com for the best information for claimants, legal professionals, and claims personnel, and to find the Ringler Associate nearest you. When it's your interest at stake in a lawsuit settlement, you want only the best financial plan. You can count on Ringler Associates to structure a customized plan that meets the needs of you and your family for the future. Visit ringlerassociates.com to learn more. Welcome back to Ringler Radio. Glad you could join us. I'm joined by my special guest, U.S. Congressman Jim Langevin from the 2nd District in Rhode Island, and my co-host and Ringler colleague, Jim Early, from Bedford, New Hampshire. Thanks, Larry. But let's keep in mind, I'm originally from Pawtucket, Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think, I think you're right. I think especially today you're a Rhode Islander. You're a Rhode right. Islander. I'm a Rhode Islander. Today I'm a Rhode Islander. Right. Uh, Congressman, um, what do you say when you have the opportunity to talk to other uh, people who are injured or with disabilities, uh, do you, what do you tell them about structured settlements and something they may or may not know about them? Well, I, I've always, uh, through my experience, tried to share what, how it's benefited me, and, and again, being able to invest over a period of time as opposed to having to deal with a, a lump sum of money all at once. And I certainly didn't, uh, and really my family didn't have the experience of, of that would have needed in order to invest the, you know, all, at, all at once. So it gave us the, top, the opportunity to kind of think things through and plan as opposed to having to make decisions all at once. So I've tried to share that experience. But I also have to say that I, I actually came to uh, be involved with uh, the, the, the structured settlement issue in terms of from a public policy standpoint when I heard about these uh, uh, groups that are out there trying to uh, pay pennies on the dollar for structured settlement. So they wind up... Yeah, the, fact, the factoring companies. What's that? The factoring companies. The factoring companies. Right, right. And, and what would happen is the companies come in and they... You know, for someone that gets a structured settlement, uh, they've been saying, hey, you know, we'll give you uh, a lump sum of money uh, or once, let's say somebody had a structured settlement over 10, 20, or 30 years uh, or a lifetime, uh, this company would come in, these companies will come in and say, we'll give you pennies on the dollar and we'll give you a lump sum now that you can spend as you want. And, and then the problem is, you know, once, you know, it sounds good, I suppose, maybe to someone who... Um, Wants to, to, to have all the money up front, not really thinking about their future. Uh, but they, you know, they get the money, and then they, they the funds will go pretty quickly, and then their their future it was then put in jeopardy in terms of being able to provide for themselves. So when I heard about that, structured settlement folks approached me and asked if I would share my experience and share my perspective. I was happy to do that. And so I share that now with. Uh, you know, different times, different groups, or with my colleagues, uh, 
the opportunity to present itself. And uh, also, uh, I should say, just two months ago, I joined the uh, the Congressional Structured Settlement uh, Caucus. Uh, it was chaired, chaired by my, right. my friend and colleague, John Lewis. Uh, and the, the caucus is basically a, a group of like-minded members that come together and uh, help to, uh, you know, basically work together on issues that we, you know, will care about. There's a lot of scientific caucus in Congress. It's different from a committee. Uh, but a, a caucus uh, allows us to collaborate on issues, allows us to share ideas, and also educate the members and staff in Congress about particular issues. So with respect to structured settlement, it, uh, it, it helps provide an important forum to educate other members of Congress uh, of the successful role structured settlements play uh, in supporting economic security, confidence, and dignity after a serious physical injury. Well, that's an important role for you to play, and we thank you very much for that uh, endorsement and uh, for your active uh, participation in the caucus. That uh, that's terrific, Jim. Jim Early, uh, you know you've you've had uh, quite a bit of uh, involvement with the life of the congressman. You're being a, a fellow Rhode Islander, and of course being involved in the structured settlement uh, after his accident. And you've witnessed his accomplishments along the way and have actually seen him excel as a congressman down in Washington, D.C. So that's quite a, quite a, a time frame of your experience with the congressman. Tell us, give us your thoughts about uh, your time with him and, and what you thought about all that. It's really a pleasure for me to do that, Larry, because even though, as I said, I had a very, very small part in the resolution of the case. You know, you and I have been at this a long time. We've worked with people who've been seriously injured with disabilities and you know, they don't do much with their lives afterwards. And here I've watched this young man go from chairing the Constitutional Convention in Rhode Island, serving in the General Assembly, and then being elected to Secretary of State from Rhode Island, all without regard to his disability. Uh, spent. Mm-hmm. I, I think the congressman said he's now in his seventh term uh, in the House. And to me, the highlight, many, many highlights in the congressman's career but the day he was acting Speaker of the House on an adaptive podium in the House was something wow. magnificent for me because, as you know, Larry, um, disability is very, very close in my family with a grandson who is wheelchair-bound. And I'm Matthew, painfully yes. familiar with the the challenges for somebody who is non-ambulatory or otherwise, you know, uh, uh, stricken with immobility and uh, watching what the congressman has accomplished, knowing what possibilities exist for my grandson. Congressman, you truly are one of the highlights of my career in the insurance business. Oh, Jim, you're awfully kind to say that. And, and, uh, I've been very blessed and very fortunate uh, over my life to have the right people in my life at the right time. And some, you know, playing a large role, other than say a smaller role, but everybody having a you know, uh, many people are saying that you know, we have a great impact on my life, and I, you know, one of those people that uh, were right people at the right time uh, that helped have an impact on me and my family, and I'm, I'm grateful for your input, your expertise in the area of structural settlements that, that you brought to the, uh, the case at the time. Well, it's a, it's a wonderful much. story to hear. It's a, it's a wonderful story. And, Congressman, before we close, uh, I want to give you a chance to... Uh, Tell us a little bit about something more in the current political realm. 
We know you're involved front and center with many of the country's high-profile issues, of course, with a focus on Rhode Island, to be sure, but we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the comments you made just last week on the House floor regarding the Affordable Care Act. Uh, Can you tell us more about the rollout of uh, what we call Obamacare in Rhode Island? Sure. Well, first of all, you know, the, the, the whole Affordable Care Act is the, is the, the goal, the hope is that we're going to bring stability to uh, rising health care costs. That we're, even before Obamacare, long before Obamacare was enacted, uh, the health care costs were skyrocketing. We had to do something to try to bring stability to, uh, to health care in America. At the same time, we also need to do something to cover the uninsured. And those, the ranks of the uninsured have been growing and growing. So we passed the Affordable Care Act, and I'm, I'm convinced at the end of the day it will be a good thing for the country. Now, I was disappointed, like many, that uh, the Affordable Care Act, when, uh, the, the website was you know, turned on and people uh, hope to go and see what uh, plans are offered and, and the costs involved, that they did the website crash and it wasn't ready for prime time. That's unfortunate, but I believe those problems are going to be fixed. However, I should say in Rhode Island, we had a much different experience, much better experience, because we have a, a state-run exchange, a health source RI, uh, was well thought out, well planned, and uh, in Rhode Island, for people trying to sign up for health care, we have not at all experienced the kind of problems that people have experienced with the national website. And people here have, have been having a very good experience. You know, with anything new, of course, so it's going to be glitches. Uh, they've been minor here in Rhode Island with help source RI. And uh, we, we expect that people will continue to have a positive experience. And once all the problems are fixed, of course, with the national uh, rollout, the national website, I believe ultimately people will have a very good experience there. We're getting everybody, in a sense, into one insurance pool. We're spreading risk around. Uh, we're making sure that everybody has health insurance so that we do away with the concept of unemployment. Uh, uh, the uninsured or uncompensated care, and it's going to be better for everyone. You know, when when people would go to the emergency room or to have a hospital stay, and they you know they, they had to pay extraordinary uh, extraordinary high hospital bills, it's because hospitals had to build in the cost of care for the uninsured. Now with that going away, we're actually going to see uh, the 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 cost of health get truly reflected in what cost of individuals as opposed to. Uh, you know, having a system where providers and, and everyone else is uh, having to game the system and not truly reflecting uh, what what healthcare costs actually are. So ultimately, it's going to be a good thing. I hope that it's uh, something I'm going to be working towards. Well, that sounds that sounds promising for sure. And uh, might I suggest that you loan some of your Rhode Island computer experts to some other places <laughs> around the country? I think they could. I think they could use them. We'd be glad that to sounds do good that. to me. <laughs> well, listen, uh, Congressman, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, if someone wanted to uh, get in touch with you, find out more about you, uh, I assume your uh, website, langevin.house.gov, is the best spot? That's right. That's right. Please, by all means, uh, reach out to me there. Uh, we welcome uh, all kinds of input, and, and uh, that's a great way to get in contact with me is, uh, at the website. Terrific. And Jim Early, uh, how would people get a hold of you? Uh, well, they can. Uh, the easiest way to reach me, Larry, is right through the Ringler website, www.ringlerassociates.com, or I can be reached here in New Hampshire at area code 
719-1010. Terrific. And, of course, you can reach any Ringler Associate all around the country at the Ringler website, ringlerassociates.com. And uh, the website itself has a lot of terrific information uh, and issues that deal with disabilities uh, and uh, every kind of uh, structured settlement potential uh, case that's out there. There's information there for all of you to learn from. Uh, you can also listen to every Ringler Radio show on ringlerradio.com, ringlerassociates.com, or legaltalknetwork.com, or you can even download it from iTunes and listen uh, as you go. So uh, with that, Congressman Langevin, uh, thank you very much for your service. Thank you for uh, appearing on the show here, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. Thank you very much, Harry. Thanks for having me on the program. And Jim, a big thank you again to you and your work. My pleasure, Congressman. Thank you, Jim. Thanks again, Jim, for being a great co-host. Okay. My pleasure, Larry. Always love it. Thank you. And uh, the rest of you out there, go have a great day and uh, take care. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to Ringler Radio. With over a million listeners, Ringler Associates, the first name in structured settlements, Visit ringlerassociates.com today.